Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to the Organize Your Purpose podcast, a place to just, you know, be yourself. (laughs) I am Jet Lachey, volunteer turned solopreneur, and this is a wonderful, whimsical opportunity to come together and work on all kinds of stuff. We talk about business, we talk about balancing life, we talk about them coins, honey. We talk about purpose. And um, with most of our guests and the segments in which I'm alone, but with you, (laughs) it has come to my attention that our purpose is what leads us in all that we do. And that having a strong and clear connection to our purpose really leads us through a lot of scenarios in our life and so whether that is you are taking inventory of all of those moves you've made in the past versus the things that you are doing today and I've told you with my story about spending a lot of time doing volunteer activity and actually that being kind of the the foundation of learning how to run a business is that kind of funny um because you know in the nonprofit volunteer space you do all the things you do in you know for-profit space it's just the theme is a little bit different and for me needing to connect to what i'm doing um was very very important early on in my life it still is now as you can see but it has been you know such a great and fun and fantastic ride to be able to see um, communities grow in different areas that I definitely feel so connected to. So I've been teasing and teasing and teasing saying you're going to find out about this, you're going to find out about that. Well, the time has come Uh, and essentially I quit so we could chill. (laughs) as you've seen in the title what am I quitting and who who is chilling child you know been a lot of opportunity for me to get very clear about my purpose and what I want to do and I am so lucky to always be in contact with other people who are really doing amazing stuff and I'm always like um always surprised that they turn to me and they talk to me and I'm like y'all it's it's so clear (laughs) you already got it you know you don't need me um and you don't need my validation you already got it on the inside and then when I look at my own life I'm following that same path and then there's just a moment of having to rewire your brain to be able to be receptive to new types of behaviors and actions so I quit so we could chill. I quit. (laughs) I quit my full-time job so we could chill. And I feel so relieved. I feel so blessed. But I also feel like it actually is a great opportunity to talk about when is it time to let go? You know, letting go. Letting go doesn't just have to be in kind of a working environment. It can be people. It can be situations. It can be understandings. It can be behaviors, you know, because everything is okay for me. There's no reason why I should, you know, continue to have to work in an area that, you know, I'm just... It no longer serves me. I really am not kind of learning anything. 
Um, but the behavior, the learned helplessness, and for all those um, patrons, uh, as I had posted that video about learned helplessness, the learned helplessness of like, oh, who am I to say no when there are so many people out here looking for employment? There's so many things here. There's so many things there. And mentally for me, I'm like, eh, that's, you know, that's not, that's not going to stop me. There's like a lot of things out here. Um, but then I never really took a moment or recently I haven't really taken the moment to sit with myself and be like, whoa, what are my automatic behaviors? So when we're younger, we learn things, right? We learn from our surroundings, we learn from the situations, and then we start to automate certain behaviors. You know, when you meet a new person, this is what you might do, this is what you might expect. When you're around family, this is what you might do, this is what you might expect. When you start a new venture, this is what you do, this is what you might expect. And then you just get in a habit. All of it is just a habit. But when you break out of those habits and change your mentality, the habit or the the sensation or the internal feeling still exists even though you're breaking out of it. So sometimes people will experience like um, anxiety, nervousness, things like that because they are literally breaking out of a habit. Like if if you think about it from the fact that as we come into this world, we are essentially just building our roadmap as we go. And if the roadmap is no longer serving us, right, it's, it's, it's just, it's poorly written, poorly designed, it's not working well, it might be based off of the roadmaps that we saw around um, other people and their roadmaps aren't working out as well. We might be in this place where we're like, okay, let's, you know, fuck it, we about to redesign this shit, right? So in doing that, you have to throw out the first map. But there is this feeling of like, uh, you throw out that first map, what the fuck am I going to do now? You know, because you have to have that, sen- that um, I was going to say sensation, but you have to have that deep trust within yourself, um, whether it be a higher power, whether it be- is the collective community, whatever it is for you or a combination of, you know, all of these kinds of things. You have to have a deep level of trust. And I realized, you know, when I took this uh, job um, initially, it really wasn't because I felt like it was a career move. I, I knew that I wanted to be here with you all. I was working on getting there. And I told myself when I started the job, I said, this is the last job in which I'm ever going to work for someone. And it doesn't, it's not the last um, opportunity to work with people or work on projects or things like that. But it's the last time I'm going to have a boss in like the political office politics and stuff like that. Because it's just not me. You know, I am very much so a solopreneur. And ooh, I, it's cringy to have to admit this in front of people, but I, uh, I'm probably not the best with authority. I actually really, really love working um, with peers, with coworkers, and even in the moments where I was in a position of leadership, I always had everyone on the same playing field because I feel like when you give someone an opportunity to say you know what I'm gonna let you manage yourself I'm gonna let you be able to do this this and that let me be support if you have a question 
um, ask me, but I trust that you're going to do something much better than I could come up with. That's why you have been hired into this position. Whenever I've had that, it just worked out really well. But, you know, nine times out of 10, it's not all actually, no, I can't even say that for each person, you know, their working style and their working environment, it differs. So that's fine. But when I don't have an environment like that, it just, um, it kind of is like a, like an energy suck. Like it just kind of sucks the energy right out of you. And then that takes away from the creativity. As you all can see with the podcast, I'm kind of at this every other week kind of upload. And that's not because there's not fun things to talk about or there's not great guests to have, but it's just, I saw that my energy was being too sucked into something that was no longer serving me and I had to you know sit with myself and make a decision like hey you know Jet I trust you you're going to be fine do what you need to do and really actually do live a life in which you feel connected and close to your purpose each and every day so it means so much every time you all screenshot the podcast every time that you shout me out um if you're coming from ricky healing hope or ray tarot that you leave a comment just all of those times when people email me all of these things it makes me feel so full of purpose that what i love to do is actually directly impacting people in an accessible and a positive way and that's not something that I get out of a traditional kind of nine to five. Now, there are certain roles, like I'm sure like healthcare practitioners and things like that, where it makes sense that someone will be like, you're really helping me in this moment. But mostly for me, what I was doing, which was project management, it's it's more of like I enjoyed working with on projects with people. But at the end of the day, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. These are the projects that I love to do. Every time I can really sit and think like, how can I expand the community or how can I bring more value into the community? How can I make someone feel or not feel good about themselves, but how can I create an opportunity in which a person just is comfortable with themselves and they trust themselves? How can I enhance the experience? How can I, you know, be a bridge for these spiritual questions? How can I be a bridge for historical references when it comes to mysticism and energy healing and stuff like that? All of this, it just takes time and it takes um, mindset. And so recently, I uh, have been meditating every day for at least an hour. And that's something I actually used to not encourage people to do. And the reason why I used to not encourage people to meditate for too long, number one, you don't wanna not be living life. You gotta live life, okay? Number two, you don't just have to meditate to channel. You could do so many things, just things that bring you happiness. And number three, it's usually people are really excited they come into their their energetic experience they're at a place in life where they're listening to themselves and they're like you know what i want to start just as strong as i possibly can start and i'm going to do this for two hours a day and that first week they do it and then something happens the next week which is normal um and then you have to jump back in and then just because they broke that streak it's just like they're like whatever whatever i don't give up i I just you know i don't want to do it or they see that wow i didn't meditate today and i still feel great well let me see how far i can push this you know and so i would tell people hey five minutes a day is enough just having this time for yourself to sit with yourself and be okay with that five minutes a day perfect for me now that i'm looking at my own self 
going through this transition of, okay, not only am I going to be my own boss, which I've done already before in my life, but this is the moment where I'm saying I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back. There is so much more for me to do in front of me than there is behind me or to the right or left of me. And I have to be okay with that. Because for me, I would, you know, like the idea of having a full-time job and then do this, which I feel like is my hobby, do this and not really worry about the financial aspect. You know, who cares if people look at the video? I don't give a fuck. I'm about to say what I want to say, you know, like who cares if people are doing this, this and that, but then having to shift to say, how can I still be authentic? How can I still be courageous? How can I still do all of this? I I love. And then also realize like, oh, financially, like now it kind of matters more. (laughs) Now it kind of matters more. But then that also gives me an opportunity to like, you know, blossom. So I'm just being very much in the like me. This is what I'm going through. This is um, what I'm seeing. And it's an overwhelmingly good thing. Going into these channeling sessions, I'm getting so much clarity. Like even the, 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 the fact that I was like, for example, today's session was for me like, you're not upset you're not angry you're not there's there's nothing wrong with life like literally that's what I got from it there's nothing wrong but you are consistently putting yourself in environments to create something so that you feel like you're being saved in the environment so if I'm saying something that is you know uh, touching your soul right now um hello uh but yes yeah, so creating these environments um that have like a little bit of i'm gonna say toxicity but a little bit of like helplessness in order to feel like oh wow like this is really doing something because when i look at it from what it really is it's just like oh no you know this is just one of many things a person could be doing in order to uh, trade their time for money but i think with us or i know this is the only time you're going to live this life as this person okay it's it's the only time so why not live it to the fullest potential and i watched this video on regret and it's regret from kids who are five all the way up into like their 80s and most people what they regretted was not doing something rather than doing something um to the caveat where people wouldn't be like i regret you know marrying this person or something like that but most of the time when it came to other things such as like business or you know career path or going after like a goal or a dream they wish that they had taken more time to take it more seriously especially the people who ended up doing it later on in life so you know why not like why not you know i'm looking at myself and i'm like wow like I feel so blessed to finally be in a position where I can say, oh, okay, I'm not going to work there anymore because I actually want every day to be something in which I can see directly that I'm impacting other people. And it means something. I read every comment. I respond to every comment. 
And, you know, you got a few people cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but 99.999999% of people who respond are literally sharing, you know, their life. They're just looking to have this higher vibrational experience. They're just looking for a place to relax, a place to accept themselves, a place to know that it's okay to not be critical with yourself in this one moment. Because I feel like we kind of live in a world that critiques everything you know like every little part of a person needs to be critiqued you're at work okay well you're doing great but you know there's always room for improvement even in the spiritual journey it can feel like that at times where it's like I'm here but I still want to get to over there but there has to be a time where it's like you know what you are enough now it is because you are enough that you can connect with people and believe me it doesn't really matter where you're at on your journey if you're already uh, in a business owner own multiple businesses or you're just a creative person in general you're a creative you've already kind of figured out your money situation and you're just doing things based off of your purpose or someone who's kind of like stuck they don't know or you're trying to transition out it really doesn't matter just does what you do bring you happiness? And that's the most important thing of all. Does it bring you purpose? You know, it's okay to not be happy every day. It's That's normal to not be happy every day. But is there a sense of calm? Is there a sense of peace? Do you feel like, you know what, I could do this. I could keep doing this. Like this is something that brings me happiness. And I feel like a lot of jobs do not have that. Some do, but it really just depends on the purpose, the person. So think about it like this. Whenever you've had a job in which you had to go into it and like you knew what you were going to get out of it. Like, oh, I got it. If I can get a job like this for two years, it'll lead to this. You're going to go in there with a smile. I used to say it all the time. I, I've I've rarely had jobs that I actually like felt like were so great. But what made it great for me is I, I always had something that I was getting out of it. Like before this role, I was in another role where they just they paid for my master's and they didn't require me to stay or anything. So you best believe that last semester, as soon as that account cleared, I was out. I was like, bye. <laughs> but each and every day, I didn't really care. Like, you know, the little office politics and stuff like was irritating to me, but I didn't really care. I was like, I'm getting so much out of this. I took how much the master's cost. And then I just added that to my salary in my head. And I was like, oh, see, you already got a raise there. I'm paying out of pocket, you know, <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to pay for this or that. So it's the benefits. And the hardest thing for me for this most recent move was the health benefits because I mean, it's, it's some of the best health, health benefits I've ever had. I was just like, oh, I don't want to leave for this. But I also realized that like, look, there are many opportunities. Um, and just to be very frank with you all, when you work in your own business, especially online, especially working in these like digital spaces, the cap on your income is taken off. Literally, like it can go, you know, both ways. Like it can be very volatile and inconsistency. But when you build a community, when you have something that you're giving to people and that, you know, you're bringing together, bringing people together in a collective way, generally things will kind of balance out. It might just be those like, oh, some uh, a wave of people discovered you or like, you know, something like that. Hopefully you don't have any weird scandal or anything like that. Um, you know, they do say no. <laughs> 
no publicity is bad publicity, but I actually think that that's crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. We need to, we need to let those days go. There, there is bad publicity. Nobody's going to buy your shit if you are toxic anyway. Um, but yeah, so it literally takes the cap off. Like I see many people in very high paying roles and feeling stuck like where else am I gonna go and make over six figures and do x y and z and da 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 and it just seems so limiting to know that like it doesn't matter if you stay or not like you know you you feel stuck there and taking the safe bet does not always bring security. And that was something that I had to realize. There was many times before this moment that I really wanted to go all in and just trust myself and just, you know, like, let's get this pop and let's figure this out. But I would shrink back and be like, you know what? No, 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 no. I, w- I want this safety. I want this, this, this security. But choosing the safe route doesn't always mean it is going to be secure. Why? Because what happens when you have something that you're like, you know what, I want to go after this. And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to, I'm just going to take longer to do it. I'm just going to do it in the safest way. And then what happens if the route you were taking for safety gets derailed in some type of way? You get fired, you have to move, you might have a health condition, stuff like that. So all of this precious time you really could have been using in order to bring forth something that is inside of you that you need to share with the world, you essentially lost that and you don't even get to keep the the security. Let's be honest, you know, there's really no such thing as failing. It really isn't. Like life is just this like continuation of you fall and you slip and you get back up you fall and you slip and you you get back up just make your just make sure you are falling forward and not falling backwards as long as you're falling forward technically you're like two steps because you fell on your face get your ass back up and just keep on going and I think that failure is really when you fall somewhere and it could be some places that you're just like I don't mind falling there I don't want to do this I don't want to learn how to be a shoemaker I just made that up I don't know why I said that I don't want to learn how to be a shoemaker I tried it a little bit and didn't it didn't work. So you know what, I'm going to go ahead and move on for this. And it doesn't really hurt your feelings. But for your actual life path, or, you know, with the opportunity cost, you decided that you were going to do the less than thing. um, And you fail there, it hurts, you know, much more because you're like, this is supposed to be the safe bet. And this is just me keeping it real, like each and every day coming into work, like, this is a safe bet. This doesn't require much of my brain power. This just is like show up, get the things done, do what you need to do and move on to the next day. And the moment where things started to be much more difficult, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I choose this job for things to be difficult and it's not even the work that was difficult that's not that's easy you know that just gives you some more time to think about like ooh, how can I brainstorm here and there but it started to be um the personalities and I've always been someone who I don't share everything that I do I know 400,000 people on TikTok, 100,000 people on YouTube, and in my everyday life I don't share everything that I do with everyone why number one um sometimes people don't know what ASMR is and they could be like, oh, that's interesting and different. That's not really what the issue is. Uh, It's because a lot of my content has a lot to do with like the spiritual path. And 
a lot of it is driven by the historical aspect as well as the exploration. And a lot of people have not really taken the time to explore their own understanding with the universe, source, God, whatever they want to call it, whatever their path is. They kind of have just been doing whatever it is they have been told to do. And because they've been doing whatever it is they've been told to do, sometimes that can really uh, intimidate people. Sometimes they don't know what to do. Or, you know, I actually get this more often for the people who are open-minded. Then they come to me like I have the answer to everything. I was like, look, let me tell you something. I, You have the answer to everything for you. I only have the answer for everything for me. I can talk about these different lineages. We can have these, this kind of conversation. This is the kind of practice that happens here. If we do a channeling session, like this is what I'm getting. But at the end of the day, you got to trust yourself first. Literally, there are some people that I will not, you know, work with, will not read, will not do these things because I can already see kind of um, if they don't have a like a like a um, if they don't have adequate boundaries when coming in people will reach out to me even to do like a, a Reiki session and though it'll be very intimate and what I mean by intimate is not sexual I mean intimate and in like you know um Here's a, a moment I have to make sure that our souls connect on the highest level and that we are. It's just very, very intimate. And here it, here it is. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a moment to supercharge you. So you see your power and you go inside and you work on these things. You shouldn't. And it's okay to have connections with people, romantic connections, regular connections, da, 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 but you shouldn't be hinging your success internally on anyone outside of you. It should be within you. And then of course you can have people who help along the way, but the work and the lift needs to happen through you. And, and I think a lot of people have been kind of um, told through, um, culty things and religious things that they are not uh, intelligent or that they are not connected enough to be able to make decisions on their own and you are you are I make a decision for me every day and that's what I do but I also give others the respect that they got to make their own decisions I don't know what you need to do I can tell you what's coming up in a, a read I can have this healing session with you but only you know and that's beautiful because like you really know how to succeed. Like you really know how to like figure it the fuck out. You know how to fall for it, get your ass back up and turn it into an opportunity. You go out there and you're telling all these people, yes, I fell before. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I fall too. You make me so visible. <laughs> like there's so many things that a person could do. Anyway, so uh, back to the original train of thought, which was not telling, you know, people around me in my uh, life what I do. Uh, it's also because I like things to be separate as well. So a part of that is in, in my, you know, friends and family, I'll, you know, tell them or whatever. But in a professional environment, nope, I don't tell. Why don't I tell? Because it's very different. Me in with my family, my friends, and outside doing me is very different than the me that goes into a working environment. And that was something that I had to sit with myself. I'm like, wow, the most success has come to me for me to be me. But here it is, I have um, kind of stepped into this habit, this routine, this kind of playing small over here because I want to have that sense of security. And so I'm just like, you know what? 
I really don't have anyone to worry about except for myself. Um, and why not? You know, at this moment in my life, why not? There's There should be no reason why each and every day I'm, you know, there's a part of me that I have to hide or I have to make smaller. And I also, you know, this is for also like perception. I don't know if anyone has ever perceived you out of who you are, but I often get, you know, you all know I am a woman of color. I am black and I'm Korean. And uh, mostly people are seeing me as like a African-American, um, but I look very young. And so there comes with assumptions there. So here it is, this, you know, this this cute girl, da 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 da, you know, and it's like, nah, I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm a woman and this is my work ethic and this is what I get done and this is what needs to happen. So when people work with me outside of those kind of traditional kind of like nine to five, da, 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 like they see me and they boom, instantly respect me for the space that I take up and what I do and just really wanting to, you know, like uplift people, but at the same time, just create an excellent pro product or, you know, work well to get something done. But in this kind of um, nine to five of like um, rod I was in, I I've had many people just kind of, I don't even say talk down to me, just, just uh, think less of me. It got to the point where I was like, look, I'm already making, you know, in my businesses, the amount of money that I'm making at my job, you know, minus the benefits, benefits really matter. Um, but I'm already doing that. And here it is, you know, over here, I'm really able to take off with any idea. If I have one idea, boom, I'm about to do it, you know, and I'm, I'm about to see where it goes. But over here, like I have to work 10 times harder just for an opportunity for someone to consider me, to give me a role promotion that probably doesn't come with any more money. And it's just like, it it doesn't make sense. It's kind of back to that other thought of like people being in high paid positions, you know? And I'll, I'll be very frank. I used to have a role, um, like maybe like three, three roles ago. Three roles. <laughs> I used to have a role where I did... Um, I, I worked a bit with the HR aspect. So in my career, I'd work, I worked in higher education operations. And so um, there was this point where I had um, access to data that had to do with like salaries. And because it was a, a public university, that, that information is already public. It's out there. Um, and so when I was looking at it, I was just like, wow. I'm looking at people who have PhDs and they are the highest in the department making $70,000. I saw one person make, you know, a hundred, it might've been like, I want to be, I want to say it was 150, but I really feel like it was a hundred thousand dollars. Now you might say, considering where you're from, what your financial background is, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of money. Let me tell you something. A master's degree can cost $50,000. A bachelor's degree, depending on where you go, can cost $30,000 too. I, I know someone who has uh, almost $100,000 worth of student loan debt from the bachelor's degree. A PhD, depending on the program, you know, because programs will have fellows and they'll have like um, actual, because it's like you're bringing in research, you're bringing in actual useful information. It might be a little bit more difficult to get in. So there's funding opportunities. There's a, a financial aspect to that. So if you 
are only making 70,000 and you've already invested over 100,000 into your education. On top of that, you might say that you might wanna buy a house. I live in the DC metro area, so let me just explain something to you all. Houses here are fucking expensive. They're very, 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 very expensive. The block I grew up on, um, I remember because I'm from uh, Arlington, Virginia. So that's where the Pentagon is. I grew up right down the street from the Pentagon. And the I remember the block that I was on, there was a driveway that a person sold to a developer and they made a house for $1.3 million. And I looked at that little ass house and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But really like you can't, When I say you have to start at $400,000 just to get maybe, let me, let me be, I really have to think about this because like to get a nice house, let me, let me give you something in comparison. Say you were in Chicago, you want to get a really nice house there for $400,000, you're getting a nice ass house for $400,000 here. But the house there would be comparable to a house here that is like $1.5 million. It's just the area. There's tons of reasons. The government is right there. It creates this bubble that there are a lot of people um, making quite a bit of money. But if you're not in that bubble, it's also very, very difficult to uh, provide for yourself. For example, I grew up um, not having a lot of uh, access to money, but being very lucky that by the time that I grew up in Arlington, it became much more affluent. Now, 20 years before, eh, you know, it was still it was still on the come up. But by the time that I started coming up, even though I didn't have money, I was on free lunch, you know, um, we had government assistance, things like that. I was pretty lucky that it was a very safe place and anything I wanted to do, as long as I just like went and said, hey, I'm poor, can you please give me this? Schools would do it. And you best believe that I had no shame in saying anything. I'm like, "Uh -uh, I'm going places, okay? So if y'all wanna help me, go ahead and get, go ahead and uh, dish out these coins. And I think I've done very well for myself um, considering that I knew no one who went to college. But anyway, so back into what I was saying about the like <laughs> 70, $100,000. Now here's the thing, you know, uh, there was a time where they said the, the medium income um, in the DC area was about $70,000. And also, you know, what is the income that you would have to li- have in the DC area to live comfortably? And it was also about $70,000. Now, Pay, pay attention or, or, or keep in mind that there are people with regular jobs too. People who are making $20,000, um, uh, making $10,000, $15,000, you know, making $40,000, making $50,000, making $60,000. There are people who in this area are still making that and struggling, struggling to get by, struggling, okay? And so that puts it a lot in perspective that one might think like, oh, you know, that's a lot of money. It just depends on where you're at. If you're in the middle of nowhere, you know, you can cake you can cake out with $30,000 and be good. But if you're in like, you know, somewhere else, probably not in LA or something, probably never. <laughs> probably no, 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 no. But, you know, take your ass to Austin and maybe you can, <laughs> you can figure it out in Texas or something like that. I mean, even there, I'm sure it's, it's probably expensive. But anyway, 
so it gave me kind of this moment of saying like, look, and this is, if I could give anything to you all, I will say this, you know, I'm still on my path. I'm still doing all of these um, entrepreneurial things, solopreneurial things that I really enjoy doing. And a part of the fun part is like, wow, how can I create purpose and value and turn that into uh, wealth, a generational wealth at that? How can I do these things? You know, how can I stay connected to my core values, da, 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 blah, 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 like doing that stuff. But then also, you know, feeling like, wow, literally, I am the only thing preventing me from the sky being the limit. Like literally, I am the only thing. There's there's no glass ceiling for me. You know, there might be, if someone comes in contact with my like content, they see like, you know, this black woman and they don't like what I'm talking about or they see a woman or, you know, someone might be uh, discriminatory to me in other ways, sure. But at the end of the day, I have 100% the ability to pivot in any direction I want to go. I'm not um, pigeon held in one direction to have to go somewhere in a place that's not working. And so I had this whole conversation to bring it back to the original point where it's like, no one is going to decide my destiny except for me. If I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall fucking forward and I'm going to keep my ass rolling until I can get back up. And you all should understand that if you have something in your heart, something you really want to do and you are just patient, you put in the work, eventually you will have the opportunity to live the life that you want to live regardless of what it is it doesn't have to look like the way I'm living life just it can be whatever feels comfortable to you and brings happiness to you now I had a moment during these channeling sessions where I was like wow a lot of the things that I learned coming up was very very heavily influenced by trauma Um, and because of that even when I think on my own it's There are things of like, oh, you know, this is how I overcame this or overcame that. And for me, I'm like, wow, I wish that I had learned how to be in environments with people who are already happy and already at peace because I would have looked people out or, or sought people out earlier in my life. That's okay. Things happen at the moment that you need them to happen. But I think it's because I've been given this opportunity to share the space with you all and that you all often say to me that I bring you up or I create an environment in which you can bring your, that's really what's happening. I'm creating an environment for which you are bringing yourself up. But I really appreciate the gratitude. And then it just reminded me like, wow life doesn't have to be just like shitty shit and then you (laughs) and then you just like deal with it like literally life can be this feels good or that feels good and go with it so I am going with it so that's really what's happened so I quit so we could chill and that means I'm going to be aggressively and assertively expanding I mean hop on over to Reiki Healy Reiki Healy Hope (laughs) run over to reiki healing hope um and see what's going on because i'm using this whole month as just straight up surprises i want to just surprise i'm surprising you every couple of days with something that will really just enhance um your happiness 
and just you feeling good about yourself and all of this stuff. And then I will finally be able to be consistent on Array Tarot because now all I got time to do is chill (laughs) and do these um, sessions with you all so we could uh, see what's coming up and also here on the podcast. My goal here is to eventually be able to have this as a visual podcast because I personally love visual podcasts. Um, But until then, you know, this is where we can like kiki, we could come together, we could have these conversations and I'm for it. And um, I'm so happy. Uh, Let me just say thank you. 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 I don't know how you came across me. I don't know why you continue to stay. Um, I hope it's because it's bringing more value into your life. Um, it could be for other reasons too, like literally, I ain't got shit to do today. But I think it's because it brings value <laughs> into your life. But thank you. You know, thank you for validating my purpose. Thank you for uh, allowing me to have this and hold this space and, and, and know that like, I take it very serious to be able to to be here and to bring, you know, this this space of wellness and understanding and wholeness. And I'm for, you know, my own internal completeness. I'm for you having an opportunity to be complete. I'm for all that shit. Okay, so thank you. So go ahead, take your hand or visually inside your head and go ahead and pat yourself uh, on the back for just being awesome and being yourself. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Well, y'all, that's my news. You all are the first ones actually to hear this. You're probably gonna be the only ones to hear this because I dish with y'all. But I think that also... Whenever you have to push yourself out of your, you know, your your comfort zone, it makes it easier in the future to to make new decisions. And so a part of this meditation and a part of these channeling sessions that I've been doing every day, which I actually didn't have time to do before, um, is really like breaking down all of those things that are no longer serving me rewiring myself so that I'm doing things that serve me better and then also making sure that I'm holding this space as people are going through their journey and letting them go through their journey in whatever type of way. I did have someone reach out to me who's like, you know, tell me what your religion is and how can I be this or that and da 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 and I'm like, look, I can only be me and you can only be you. I support you on whatever journey you want to go on. You ascribe to this understanding or this um, tradition, go for it. Learn as much as you need, you know, and be open to change. If you want to change, if you don't want to change, look, you found you found your destination. Good. Sounds great. If you are, you know, kind of like, hey, you know, not one thing works for me, but I want to merge things. Okay. You know, as long as you're not doing anything weird, like appropriating culture in a, in a very uh, cringeworthy way, why not? You know, why not? Especially if you are just working with yourself, you're not necessarily sharing these things with people outside of you. You really can do what you want. You really can explore because it then becomes a connection with the soul in the universe. Uh, but as soon as that we start, you know, sharing and having like public things that we're sharing with our friends, our family and other people, then there is a social responsibility to have um, the cultural appropriation 
communication questions and things like that. Uh, but when you're by yourself, you literally can be the soul that you are and see whatever works for you. And, and I feel like there's always a place for someone, no matter where it is. There's always going to be a community or communities that will welcome you in and help you in this journey. And so this is just one of many communities. I am so excited. I'm so happy. I cannot wait to spend more time with y'all. Y'all just don't know. I'm going to be, look, it's going to be ridiculous. I'm going to be, I'm going to be deep in these fucking comments. <laughs> what y'all up to? What y'all doing? Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. Um, but why not? You know, why not? It brings me happiness. So that's what I'm going to do. And I just hope that you get your happiness and your peace too. And if you need to rewire things, look, you know, if I didn't have the life that I had, I wouldn't be able to get here. I wouldn't be able to have this perfect scenario for me. So there's no regrets, nothing, nothing that I've ever experienced in my life was not needed. I needed every little bit. I don't care if it was a trauma in my life. I don't give a motherfuck. I needed every little bit of it for me to get to this place and really be at a place of peace. To understand what real toxicity is for me, I had to go through it. So now I can always make sure, okay, you know what? That's a nice person, but they're exhibiting toxic behaviors, so they can't be in my life <laughs> or having boundaries and stuff. But I learned that through lived action. And now I don't have to do that anymore. And I can just enjoy a new journey and enjoy um, new aspects and climbing higher and higher. Because when I look at my life, look, I really thought I was going to be done. <laughs> when I look at my life, done with the podcast anyway, um, uh, for this episode, when I look at my life, I realize that I am very much so a dreamer. I'm very much so like... I don't get intimidated by something that's bigger than me. I'm not um, the traditional kind of route. If I want to do something, I will take, you know, non-conventional methods in order to get there. And that's what, for me, my life has been about. And I really enjoy being able to share um, the journey with others and show them that like you are not stuck in one position you don't have to stay anywhere that doesn't make you feel comfortable you can even you know have a similar role and just go somewhere else at a better place that better suits you like literally the ball is in your court you can do whatever the fuck you want to do like if I said you know what I just it's not working out here I'm gonna go in this other role somewhere else I could do that too like there's nothing preventing me from doing that but I was like like, you know what, what is really, what is the universe calling me to? Like, what do I feel like I need to go? What direction do I really need to go in front? Cause this is what I've been preparing myself for. So let me go ahead and jump on the bike and, ooh, you know, pedal my ass in that direction. So I appreciate y'all. Y'all are fucking fantastical and I cannot wait um, until we see each other again. But thank you for spending time here on the Organize Your Purpose podcast. I hope that this episode, if anything, just gave you some fire within you to be like, fuck yeah, I'm about to do this shit and I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, no matter what part of the journey you're on, no matter how you're doing it, like it'll work out. It doesn't matter if the money is flowing or the money is not flowing. It will work out. It will work out. You're going to all, you're smart enough to figure out how to take care of yourself, you know, in the meantime. So just know, like, just because maybe things are not in the perfect or most ideal situation yet, doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't 
for the greatest vibrational good doesn't mean that you should not feel happy about it, okay? And like, even if other people are trying to say, no, it's not good until you can do this, this, or that. Let me tell you something. People will really jump on your bandwagon after you've accomplished something, but then while you're doing it, they have so much to say because there's been many times where they wanted to try something and maybe it didn't work out in the way that they wanted to, so they wanted to take the safe kind of route. But look, safe don't always... Uh, equal security so get out there and do you and be courageous like literally whatever you got to do whatever your you know niche your area your purpose just go do it and I bet you the more that you open yourself and be like you know what I'm just gonna trust the flow and I'm just gonna go with it the more opportunities that will come to you trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself there are no mistakes there's just, you know, only a continuation of this experience. The soul is growing. Uh, we're all growing and we are here to see each other just do a freaking fantastic job. So I will see you next week. And yes, it will be next week. We will chill next week, next Monday, 9 a.m. EST or whatever your local time is. That is when I will uh, reemerge and we will uh, chill. <laughs> because I don't got shit to do now. Ah. <laughs> well, I love you. I appreciate you. And yes, so head on over to Reiki Healing Hope if you want to see uh, the fun stuff that's happening. And I think you will really, really, really enjoy it. I will tell you all the secrets. Um, but in this moment, I actually can't remember. It's so many fucking things. Like, I just can't even remember. But I will say that the first thing is we have a gratitude community that we're going to be starting. You all will know. Um, but we're going to have a gratitude community in which literally it's just a, a place to go to just give gratitude so that like the only intention is like you go into the space, you feel good, the virtual space, you feel good about yourself and then you can keep going. That's that's all it is. That, that really is it. And let's just see how much we can uh, pour into that. So I will see y'all next fucking week. Hey, <laughs> bye.